Shalom to all. Today's office again, Daf Mem, and we are starting Lama Tesso and Bayes, the second to last line with the words Amr Abzeira. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Biakov Maisha, her Nishama should have an Oliah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayabela, Basar Yitzchak Tzvi, her Nishama should have an Oliah. And we do talk about Shechar of an Evid, the Gemara says, Amr Abzeira, Amr Chanina, Amr Ashi, Amr Rabbi, Evid Shanasa Baschirin, Bifnei Rabbi. If an Evid married a Baschirin in front of his master, and his master didn't say anything, maybe he even got Bracha Chrita by the Chopa, Mem Amr Alpha on top, Yatzel Cheris, he goes free. Why? Because it must be that his master previously freed him if his master is partaking in the wedding and he's not protesting at all. Now, Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yechon told him, You have such a teaching in your hand, meaning you have such a chedesh. I learned that the says, If a person writes a shtar erosin to his own shefcha, we know that when a person is ma'aris a woman, he could either give her money and say harayat mikudashasli, or he could write it in a shtar. So, say he wrote this in a shtar and he gave it to his own shefcha. Rav Meir Ayrim Mikudashas, Rav Meir says she's Mikudashas, Vacham Ayrim El Mikudashas. The Chum says that she's not Mikudashas. So Kodeshita's Cham Mizbraisa is not like what you're quoting the name of Rebbe. Even in this scenario, when the master himself is trying to marry his own Shifcha, we assume that he wasn't Meshachar his Shifcha. So for sure, when the master's Evid is getting married to Abbas Chayrin, we would also say that we do not assume that he was Meshachar the Evid before he got married. But I think Mar says it's not a question. Could the Rabbi of Shila, it's like what Rabbi of Shila said about something else, that's referring to a situation where his master put Tfilin on him. Over here, we're referring to a case where his master was marrying him off. It's not that his master was partaking in the wedding. His master walked his Evid down the aisle. So if the master is marrying his Evid off to Abbas Chayrin, it must be that he had freed him previously. Ask the Gemara, hold on. Is it possible that for his Evid, he's going to make sure that no Isser happened? Meaning when he's marrying his Evid off to Abbas Chayrin, we're assuming that he had freed his Evid previously so that there's no Isser here. But for he himself, meaning when he writes a Shtar Kiddushin for his Shifcha and he tries to marry her with that, we're assuming that he wasn't Meshachah her beforehand and that he's doing an Isser? How does that make sense? So Rav Nachman Yitzchak, he answers, Hachamayaskinen over here, what are we talking about? Darmala, that he had told his shifcha, Tzai v'hiskachi bai. Go free with the Shtar Erisin and be Mikudashos with it. Rav Meir, so Rav Meir holds, Yash Blashan Zalashan Shechur, that such a Lashan written in Shtar is considered like he's freeing her. Meaning when he writes in the Shtar that he's being Mikadesh her, that's mashma two things. It's mashma that he's freeing her and it's mashma that he's marrying her. Whereas Rabban and Sarah, Rabban hold, and Blashan Zalashan Shechur, that's not considered a Lashan Shechur, and that's what the Machlaikis Rav Meir and the Rabbanan is. And another case of Shechur of an Evid. Says, if an Evid put on tefillin in front of his master, he goes free. Why is that? We know that an Evid is chayvin mitzvahs, however, only like a woman. And we know that a woman is not chayvin mitzvahs, which are time bound mitzvahs, and tefillin is a time bound mitzvah. So it's not common that an Evid would put on tefillin in front of his master. And if he does, it must be that the master previously freed him. But now, like Maras, how could that be? We have a member, love a man who rabbi. If an Evid's master borrowed money from him, or his master made him a manager over something, or he put on tefillin in front of his master, or he read three psukim from the Torah in shul in front of his master, meaning he got an aliyah in shul in front of his master, he doesn't go free. So clearly this is not like what Rabbi Shubin Levi just said. So Amar Rabbi Rav Shila, he answers no, because Rabbi Yiniach Loi Tefillin, Rabbi Shubin Levi was talking about a scenario where his master put Tefillin on him, and if his master put Tefillin on him, it must be that he's free. But him putting Tefillin on in front of his master is not indicative of the fact that his master freed him. And continuing with this, Kiyos Rav Dimin, Rav Dimin came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, he said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Misha Amar Bishas Misasai, if a master said at the time of his death, Plenish Shifchasi, Ayishtab Dubal Achim Maisi, this woman who's my Shifcha, don't be Meshabed her after I die. We force the Yarshim 
to write her a get shecher and to free her. And Rav Dima continued saying, Amr Lufan of Rabbi Ami Rab Asi, Rabbi Ami Rab Asi told Rabbi Echanon, Rabbi, don't you agree that her sons are avadim? Meaning, just because the master said, don't be mashabit her, that doesn't mean that he's freeing her, he just means don't treat her like a slave. But she still is halachically considered a slave, and therefore, if she has more kids later on, those kids are considered slaves. So why are you forcing this fellow's children to free her? Now if she has children, they're going to be free people, and that's making the children lose out on these little avadim. When a Shulbar Yehuda came from Eretz Yisrael, he said in the name of Rabbi Yechon, If a person said at the time of his death, This woman, my Shifcha, she did nice things for me. You should do Kairos Ruach for her. Do nice things for her. We force the Yarshim to do a Kairos Ruach for her, which means to free her. If that's only Kairos Ruach, she's going to accept. And my time, why is that? Because Mitzvah Lakam, Devra Meis, there's a Mitzvah to keep to the words of the Meis. Now, Amra Meimra Meimra said, Person's mafker is Evid, that Evid has no takana. My time, why is that? Because gufe loikani lay. The guf, meaning the monetary aspect of this Evid, is not owned by the master anymore because he was mafker him. Isura hudik gabe, but there still is an Isser with him, meaning he's still linked to his master in as much that this Evid is not allowed to marry a Baschairin, but Isura loimati makni The master can't be makna him this side Isser that he has because he doesn't own him anymore. So his Evid stuck. He's not able to marry a Baschairin because he's not fully free, but he's not able to marry a Shivcha because he's been partially free. Now, Amr Ravashi Lamemar, Ravashi asked Lamemar, Vamar Ula, Amr Yechanon, Ula had said Bishem Rabbi Yechanon, Rav Chibar Oven, Amr Rav, and Rav Chibar Oven had said Bishem Rav, Echodzev, Echodzev, whether a person's Makish is Evid or his Mafkarim, Yatzel Cheres, Vitzarch Yat Shechur. He goes free and he needs to get Shechur, Mashma, that we write him get Shechur. Even though he was Mafkir's Eved. So Armalei told him, No, you misunderstood what they were saying. He needs to get Shechur, but he has no Takana because his master is not able to write him to get Shechur anymore because he was Mafkir him, so it's Eved stuck. Now, Ikadarmi, some say that Amra Meimar Meimar said the following If a person was Mafkir's Eved and he died, that Eved has no Takana. My time, why not? Because Gufe like his body is not owned by the master, and by dint of that, the Yarshim as well don't own the body because the master was Mafkir him. However, there is still an Isser by the master. Master because he hasn't been fully freed by the master, so he has this Isser to marry Abbas Chayrin, the Isser and that Isser that the Evan has to marry Abbas Chayrin, that the master still had a connection to the Evan with, he's not able to be Myrish over to his children, so this Evan stuck. But now, Amr Levashi Lamemer, Vashi told the Memer, Vahaki Asr of Dimi Amr Yechnon, Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, and he had said the name of Yechnon, this member that we just had before, that if at the time of his death a father tells his children, Don't be Meshab in my Shifcha after I die, so we force the children to write her Star Shechur. So in this case, when the fellow's Mafkir's Evan and then died, we should still be able to have the children write a star shekher for the Eved. So he answered, no, Rav Dimi to Usahi. What Rav Dimi said is a mistake. So Amalehi asked him, my to Uso, what exactly is the mistake? Why would we say that what Rav Dimi said is wrong? Doloy Amr Blashen Shekher, that he had never said in Lashen Shekher, meaning before the master died, when he said, don't be Meshabed her, he never explicitly said, free her, and that's the mistake Rav Dimi made, but Ha'amr Blashen Shekher, Hachinami. If it was said in Lashen Shekher, it's Mashma, that we will be Meshacher the Eved, meaning we will write and get Shekher for him, even after the master died. So Amalehi responded, no, Anakar Shmobar Yehuda Svirli, I hold like the member of Shmuel Bar Yehuda, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, which was a different thing than Rav Dimi said, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan. And the only thing Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan was that if the master said, do a Kairos Ruach for my Shifcha, so we have to do a Kairos Ruach for her. But that's because of Mitzvah Kaim Devi Ameis, but not because he said anything about freeing her. And the Gemara continues, Ahud discarded the Avdi, there was a whole township or a whole locale of Avadim, this Daban Levi that the Jewish master sold them to a guy. Now we know that when an Evid is sold to a guy, 
Rabbi, that Evid has to be set free. Now what happened? Kolom Arvasa Basrai, their later masters, meaning the Gaim that had purchased them from the Yidin, died. Also, Gamay Jeravino, see Zavadim came to Ravina, and they wanted him to free them so they can marry a Baschairin. Normally, he told his Zavadim, Zilu Ahadra Abne Marvasa Kamai, go to the sons of your original masters, meaning go to the sons of your original Jewish masters, Michlilhu Git Chirusa, and they're going to write you again, Chirus, so now you're going to be able to marry a Jewish woman. Now, Amr Leir Abunal Ravina, Abunal told Ravina, what do you mean? Amr Amemer, Amemer said, Hamafkir Avda Yumes, if a person's Mafkir is Evid and then he died, Oiso Evid Eilet Hakana, that Evid doesn't have the Kana, because after the master dies, we can't write a Shtar Shekhar for him. So how are you saying that these Avadim should go to the sons of their original masters to have a Shtar Shekhar written for them? So Amrulahui told them, Anak Ravdimi Svirali, I hold like Ravdimi. So Amrulahui told him, Dravdimi to Usahi, or Ravdimi said it was a mistake. So Amrulahui responded to them, My to Usa, was Ravdimi's mistake, Dolai Amr Blush and Shekhar, is because his master on his deathbed, in this case Ravdimi, didn't tell his children explicitly that they should free this maidservant. Again, all he said was is that he shouldn't be Meshabit her. However, Ha'amr Blush and Shekhar, Ha'chinami. But if he did say Nalash and Shekhar, Mahashma, that even after he dies, the children could be Meshachar the Eved. And Mehilch like Ravina, the halacha is like Ravina. And the Gemara with the new Eved case. Who after the debate tray, there was an Eved owned by two people, Reuven and Shimon, jointly owned an Eved. Kom Chad Minayu, Lepalge, Reuven got up and he freed his half of the ownership of the Eved. Amr Idach, so the other one said, meaning Shimon said to himself, Hashashami Barabanon, now the Rabbanon are going to hear that this Eved is a half Eved, half Ben Charin, Umasuleh Minay, and they're going to make me lose out on this Eved. That's because we know when we have a person who's half Eved, half Ben Charin, we force his remaining master to free that half because his Eved's stuck, he's at an impasse. He can't marry Bas Charin because he's half Eved, and he can't marry Shifcha because he's half Ben Charin. So Shimon, the remaining master, didn't want to lose out on his Eved. What did he do? Azal Knai Lubnai Katon, he went, it was Makna, his half of the Eved, to his son who was a Katon on the Bar Mitzvah. And we're not going to bring a katan to Bezdin to deal with this. So in this way, he's able to keep the Eved. Now, Shalcha Rav Yosef Bred Rav Papa. Rav Yosef Bred Rav sent this as a question to Rav Papa. What are we supposed to do over here? So Shalcha Rav Papa sent him the following. Kasher also ken yasalai. Whatever he did, so is going to be done to him. Gamula Yashiv Lai Bereishai. His recompensement is going to come upon his head. Meaning, he tricked us. We're going to trick him back. And how are we going to do that? Anan Kimlan Biyanuka de Makarvadati Lagabi Zuzay. We know that little kids like money. They like coins. So what are we going to do? Like Minila Apatrapis, set Napatrapis, a manager or a caretaker for this child, even though he has a father, will have a bezin appointed shliach to take care of this whole Evid situation. Memon based on top of Zuze, the Evid is going to jingle some coins in front of the child, meaning the Evid is just going to take a few shekels, a little bit of money, and offer it to the child for his release. And obviously the child doesn't know the real cost of the Evid, so he's going to accept it. And because of all the Chirusal Shmei, and now the Apatrapis is going to be able to write a get shikhr on the name of the child. And the reason why this would work is because a child, as long as he's old enough, as long as he's let's say seven, eight, maybe nine years old, could be involved in buying and selling as long as he's mature enough to realize the concept of buying and selling. And obviously we're talking about a child that's old enough so the Eved will give the child a little bit of money. Once again, obviously the child doesn't realize the real value of the Eved and then once the child is mask him to release the Eved so that Pachapas will be able to write the Shtar Shechur. I think Mark continues to turn we have a bride. So if a person says I made this fellow my Eved a Ben Chayrin I set him free. Or if he says ben chayrin, he was made a Ben Chayrin or he says ben chayrin, he is a Ben Chayrin ben chayrin. so that's all a of freedom and the Eved gets to go free. But let's say he says, Asenu ben chayrin, I will make him a ben chayrin. So Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe says, Kana, he's kind of himself. That's because we're talking about a scenario where he's writing a star saying, I'm going to make him a ben chayrin with the star. So Rebbe says that the Evid's kind of himself. Whereas Vachamim, Vachamim say, like Kana, he's not kind of himself. Even though there's a star written over here, this lashon of Asenu ben chayrin is just saying, in the future I will free him, but not that I'm freeing him with the star. Now Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon comments on all these cases, Vakulin b'shtar. 
All these cases we're talking about where he wrote it down in a shtar. It's not that he said, I made my Evita ben Chayrin. It's that he wrote in a shtar, I made my Evita ben Chayrin. And something similar, not having to do with Havadim. Tanabon, we have a brayasah. If a person says, Nasati saw the Plinus Lepliny, I gave this field to that fellow. Or he says, Nasuna Pliny, it's given to that fellow. Or he says, Harehu Shalai, it is his. Harehu Shalai, it belongs to that fellow. It's considered a gift. Whereas let's say he says, Etanena Lepliny, I will give it to so and so. So Rav Meir, Amir Meir says, Kana, that fellow is Kainet. He's not kainet because he's saying, I will do so in the future. And once again, Amar B'yechen, Amar B'yechen commented on all these cases, V'kulan B'shtar, all these are talking about where he had written it down in a shtar. And the Gemara continues with similar cases, Tanarban, we have a b'raisa, Ha'aymer, Sisi, Plani, Avdi, Ben Chayrin. Let's say a fellow says, I made this fellow, who's my Eved, a Ben Chayrin. I set him free. V'hu Aymer, however, the Eved himself says, Lo'yasa'ani, he never made me a Ben Chayrin. Chashin on Shem Aziko, Acher. We have to be chayshesh that the master was mezakeh, shtar shechur, for his Eved to somebody else. And so that's why the Eved thinks he wasn't freed, but the master says he was freed. Now let's say the master said as follows, Kasafti vinosati loy, I wrote a shtar shecher and I gave it to him, my Eved. But who I the Eved himself says, loy kasav li he never wrote anything for me and he never gave anything to me. What do we say over here? Haydas baldin kameh edim dami, if the baldin himself admits something, that's like a hundred edim are saying it. And since the subject of the discussion over here, the Eved, he himself said that he was never freed, so we say, okay, it must be that he was never freed and we believe him. And that means that he he still belongs to his master. And once again, something similar having to do with the field. Ha'aymer, let's say fellow says, Nosati saw the plainest Laplani, I gave this field to that person. Vu'aymer, and the other fellow says, Uloy Nosali, he never gave me the field. So Chashin and Shemazikolai de'acher. You have to be Chashesh that maybe Ruvain was Mazaka the field to Shimon through somebody else. However, let's say Ruvain says, Kasavdi Venosati Loy, I wrote it in a star and I gave him the star, giving him this field. Vu'aymer, but Shimon says, Loy Kasav Loy Nosali, he never wrote anything and he never gave it to me. So I does Baldin, can I aid him, dummy? The admittance over here of the Baldin, Shimon saying that he never received anything. That's like a hundred Adim giving Adis about this thing. And we say that Shimon never received the field. And we further clarify, so who eats the payrois that now grow on this field? So says, the giver, Ruvain, the original owner and current owner of the field, he eats the payrois. Whereas Rabba Amar Rabba says, we have to give the payrois to a third party and wait till Yonavi comes to be Mavar the Suffolk. And the Gemara explains, they're not arguing. One's talking about the father, one's talking about the son. Meaning, Rav Chesu was commenting on the case where it was just a discussion between Reuven and Shimon. Reuven says, I gave you the field. Shimon says, no, you didn't. So everyone would agree that the field still belongs to Reuven and Reuven gets to eat the payrus. Whereas Rabbi's referring to a case where Reuven told Shimon's son, I gave your father the field, and Shimon's son said, my father never got the field. Now, Shimon's son doesn't know all of his affairs, so it's very possible that Shimon did get the field, and the son simply doesn't know about it. So here it's a suffix, and that's a rabbi says that we have to give all the pairs that grow on this field to a third party until we can invite the suffix. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.